1: Frank Svarga started doing energy work instinctively as a young child, assisting small creatures to heal. She has always loved animals, a love that continues to this day. Ask her about Reiki for your pet. Beth also facilitates healing using the angels with Reiki, crystals, and other energies. She has been so blessed to act as a channel for many beings. Most of her conversations and channelings have been for friends, family, and personal use. She never intended to be a messenger. Yet here she is. Beth feels very strongly the more we know, the more we can help ourselves and others. She is called to teach, to act as a healing facilitator and spiritual counselor in the service of love and light. Valerie Tellis interviews Beth Franks Vargas, a certified professional Reiki master and teacher, registered Karuna Reiki master and teacher with the International Center for Reiki Training, Jikadin Reiki Practitioner a certified angelologist and healing facilitator, angel reader, Peruvian Mesa carrier, and shamanic practitioner. Beth is a reverend with the Universal Life Church and the Institute of Spiritual Development and ISD Treasure Coast. She is happy to perform weddings, baptisms, house blessings, and other special moment-in-time ceremonies. She is also a Mesa carrier and has studied shamanism. She has also studied Jikoden Reiki with Frank Aharva Petter, completing Ocaden level Beth has been studying mediumship, channeling and trance with renowned trance master Eamon Downey of the Arthur Finley College. Beth also teaches classes in trance both beginning and intermediate. She has studied many modalities with various other instructors as well. She holds an associate arts degree in administrative business and an associate science degree in computer science. She taught computer science at parochial school. She is also a licensed cosmetologist. She has many interests and is always looking to add to her healing toolbox and takes as many courses as she can. Meet Beth at bethfrankshealing.com and sparkofdivine.com. Here is the interview with Beth Franks Vargas.
0: In your own words, who is Beth Franks Vargas?
2: Well, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. I'm sure you hear that very frequently. And I want to thank you for inviting me to be here today. Thank you, Beth.
0: Yes, I do hear that at lunch, that we are spirit in the human body. And often the question I ask is, uh, how did that happen? <laughs> Have we chosen to be here or this is just a miracle happening?
2: Well, in my mind, it's kind of a little bit of both. I think we choose this miracle. I think that our soul creates a contract to come back to have specific experiences um, that we sign up for, which probably sound good in, in the collective consciousness, the space of unconditional love, and then maybe a little difficult once we get here in the physical body.
0: We know that there's just one source for everything. We are all one, as a lot of people say, but at the same time, it's two. It's one and two at the same time. So when it comes to this continuation and journey, what is the destination, Beth? Is there a destination? What is freedom, finally? What is to be liberated?
2: You know, it's a very interesting question because I'm not exactly sure I have the answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe no one does, right?
2: (laughs) so it's just, I mean, for me, I think that it is, I, I'm sure that we come and we choose the time in which we come. I, I, and I think that's the freedom of the soul. But I don't, I, I think we also have the choice to stay within that collective and not return. Mm. So I don't, yeah, I, I know that right. a lot of people believe that. You have to come back and redo your karma and all of that. I'm not so sure that that's true. But again, that's not necessarily an
0: an answer that I have for sure, so. <laughs> yes, right, the for sure, it's a very interesting sure. word yeah, that you add there. <laughs> is that a, a belief system? Every time we talk about mind continuation, the soul's journey, um, being liberated after learning all the lessons, it's a storytelling, something that we are telling ourselves and believing, or this is something that can actually be experienced?
2: Well, I think it's something that can actually be experienced. I think there are lots of instances where children remember past lives or sometimes even the in-between life, And I think that we sort of forget as, as we get older.
0: That is true. A lot of people, they say that. I have read so many books and talked to so many people about the way they have experienced this process of so reincarnating. But I also wonder why it doesn't happen to everyone. Like it never happened to me. So, I don't have that experience, and I wonder why some of us have this access to it, and some don't.
2: maybe that's part of the contract that we make in this lifetime when we're coming in yeah i don't I don't know mm. because why do some people get cancer and others don't right yeah, it's the same yeah, it's the same thing, so i don't I don't really know how to answer that. I don't know that there is a definitive answer for that, yeah.
0: Thank you for giving me answers anyway.
2: <laughs> and um, true power,
0: how to describe what that is, Beth? What is true power to you?
2: For me, I think that true power is taking responsibility for your, your words, your thoughts, your deeds, um, your life. Knowing that, that you're responsible for wherever you're at in your life gives you great freedom to change wherever you're at in your life if you're not happy. And to me, I think that's real power.
0: So talk to me about healing. And some believe that there is a destination for healing, that one day we'll get there. So how would you describe the healing journey? And how do we know when we are there, we don't no longer need healing work?
2: Well, I think maybe we don't, we no longer need healing work when we no longer allow outside forces to influence us or make us feel mm-hmm. something right. or appear to make us feel something because mm, right. we're kind of always choosing to feel that so even it was it, frustrating for me because I'm so yeah. conscious of that and aware of it yeah. but yet yeah. I, in my mind it's still uh-huh. you made me feel that way or this made me feel that way right. and I understand it's a choice yeah. so I think maybe when we get to that point where we're no longer making the choice to feel in a negative fashion or non-preferred fashion, mm. um, that maybe then that's when the healing is complete. I don't know that it's, I, I don't know for many of us if it ever is 100% complete, but again, you know, we're not broken. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the way we are either.
0: I love that. <laughs> yeah, the knowing, it's not even a knowledge, something that we can get to know that we are whole, that we are free, that we are healed seems like it's a realization, right, Beth? Is There's something that we cannot even explain. Like, how do I know I'm whole And everything that's happening? It's coming from that separated wholeness, as I call it. That is just the feeling of separation. Not a feeling of separation, but it feels that I am separated. And that's just a feeling. It's not real. Right. Um, it's not real. No. That's a very challenging one to grasp, right, Beth? With the intellectual mind, the rational mind.
2: It is because we certainly look like we're separate.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You there? I here. I
2: have my yeah. body and it looks this way. <laughs> you have yours and it looks that way. But we're really not separate.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. So, would you say the body is the anchor of separation?
2: Hmm. I'm not so sure if it's an anchor or if it's just an illusion. Mm. Because I think separation is an illusion. And so I think the body right. helps to facilitate that illusion.
0: Right. Oh, it helps a lot. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. So even the body is an illusion. I think so. Uh, I said to you off record just today, because it, it stayed within this here, whatever uh, this is called Valeria, is that when I met you, I remember that the feeling or maybe the perception, the realization that nobody was there. I couldn't see like this stable, solid person called Beth. I couldn't see that. The two sessions or three, I'm not sure how many times we met, that was very clear to me. I mean, to me, just a way of saying, to the illusion of who I am.
2: Right, well, I think it's for, for me, it's very important that I'm out of it. Um, That my personality is not involved so that I am just as pure a, a channel as I can be for those divine energies, for that oneness to come through that we all are so that we can feel that connection.
0: When you say personality... Could I call that conditioned, the conditioned mind and body? I mean, the illusion of of that anyway. But because it feels so real, then I'm trying to use words to describe that. Would you say the personality equals conditioned mind and body? Yes, learned behaviors.
2: Right, right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
0: programmed, conditioned. Mm. Yes. Oh, my God. I love... Um, I was about. I love you, Beth. I love your work. I love everything about you. But I'm like, wait a minute. There's nobody too. there. <laughs> <laughs> there's just this amazing, impossible happening here right now, <laughs> here and now. Ah, so, talk to me about the idea of God. What, where, and who is God for those who believe in God in such a way?
2: I think everybody has to find their own personal truth about what they believe as far as God goes. Um, For me, I personally believe in a, a, a divine source that created all and that we are part of that divine source. We're not separate from it. We are it. I don't really know how I came to that or why I feel that way. It's not something I can really put into words. It's more of a feeling. Right. That I have this sense of, of oneness with the with the divine source with God. You can't really
0: describe how you got there. Got to have that feeling, if you can call it a feeling.
2: I, I remember feeling that way even as a kid. Yeah, so right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Talk to me for a moment about that, Beth. How did you discover your healing
2: gifts? So I was very young, um, even as even as a kid. I can remember it at, even at two and three. Um, I would find like little injured critters and, and I would just hold my hands over them. Usually I would mm. put my right hand towards the sky and I would feel energy or light coming in and then I would hold my left hand over the little being um, and a lot of the times then they would get up and walk away and sometimes wow. they would not. Sometimes it would help them to transition more mm. painlessly.
0: Did you have any thoughts why are you' doing that? or no thoughts really? Or are you trying to heal them with uh, let's say affirmations say
2: I don't think that there were any thoughts involved because I knew it wasn't me. Right. I understood that it was the energy that was coming into me. It was not my energy. it wasn't me. And I also had an innate knowing that everybody could do it. Right. We all have oh, this ability. Wow. Everybody on the planet has this ability. I am not special because I do this. Neither is anybody else who does this. We're special for other reasons, but right. not because of this, because we all have this ability.
0: Is everything energy? Are there different kinds of energy or just different patterns and and shapes?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> different patterns,
0: right? <laughs>
2: Yeah. So everything is energy. Everything is, is, you know, Mm -hmm. molecules moving. Nothing is really solid, gives the illusion right. of solidity but it's really not solid um if i could vibrate at the same rate as a table i'd be able to pass my hand through it yeah. so unfortunately right. my mind says oh that's impossible yeah. my heart knows that that's true okay. someday i'll do it yeah. <laughs> i keep trying right? <laughs> but yeah but i mean nice. i see energy and there are different types of energy um i i don't like to use the like people talk about negative energy yeah. i don't really believe in negative energy so much as non- Preferred energy, energy that mm. may not feel good to me might feel good to somebody else. Right, but ah. it's non-preferred for me. And you ah. can shift energy. It's you know, it's it's just you just shift it. If if it's non-preferred energy, you can you can make it preferred energy. You can make it feel like what you want it to feel like.
0: Uh, Transforming. Yeah, it makes sense. If energy, it's not solid. That means we can do anything with it. I mean, we are it, right, Beth? We That's why it. we are able to we change ourselves, yeah, to transform and change our own selves. I love the way you say that, that you don't really believe or you don't label energy as good or bad, negative, positive. It's just preferred. Also, would you say that the conditioned mind and body, it's choosing to prefer the positive energies? or Because there's nobody there, really, but... It's just the body and the mind, the illusion of the body-mind programmed.
2: Right. And I do. I think that I think that as humans, we're so used to putting things in a box and labeling everything and making rules and limits around it. Right. So that if it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't feel good to me, well, then therefore it must be negative. For me, I consider that non preferred, but I can shift it to a preferred energy if I choose to. I think Mm -hmm. it's really all about perception, because my perception of something is going to be different from yours. And what doesn't feel good to me may feel good to you.
0: So, Would you say that most of us in this reality at this time experience more of these positive or negative energies? What do you think is happening now in this reality?
2: In our little 3D reality that we've got going on here, there's lots of chaos. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. The, The planets are really aligning in such a way that we all sort of have to look at our junk. Yeah. And that can be very unpleasant. Even things that we thought we w- had healed are returning and resurfacing for a lot of us to look at to really heal it on a deeper level. We're at the beginning of the Aquarian age right now, you know, a- an astrological age is over 2000 years. So we've got a lot of work to do before we get to that beautiful utopian that the fifth dimension sang about.
0: Did that ever happen before in the history of the 3D reality? I would have absolutely no idea. That's an excellent question. So it might be the first time that a human being is striving for that, which is interesting. Or maybe not, right? Maybe it did Maybe
2: not. Maybe not. So because I'm sure it's not the first time the universe has been through it. The universe has been here for millennia and an an astrological age is a little over 2,000 years. So um, there's probably been other Aquarian ages. I would have no idea what they look like.
0: What do you love most about being in a human body?
2: I really love being, being grounded and I really love connecting to the earth, to the trees, to the plants, to the animals, to other people. I, I really love the sense of, of feeling that oneness with everything on the planet, um, all beings. I just, for me, it's, it's so peaceful when I do that and when I can really connect so I really love that my whole physical body reacts by just everything slowing down and calming down and just feeling joy in my cells
0: now I understand what you meant when you we talked about grounding before uh, so it's that yeah, it's that connection knowing that we are not separated coming from that space of oneness right Is that something that we can actually hold on to or it's an in and out kind of um, space energy doesn't really stay steady like nothing is. As you said before, energy is always moving, always uh, unstable.
2: I think it depends on the person. I used to be very grounded all of the time. Now I have to work a little harder at it. I I don't know if that's because of all of the the spiritual work that I do. Um, I do know that it really affected me. So I took a Karuna Reiki class. And that really threw me for a loop. So it, it oh. totally grounded me. So I finally understood my floaty friends, why they they like floating around in the ethers, because they <laughs> didn't really understand them before. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, hey, it's really cool up here. I like this. Right. So now I have to work a little harder at grounding than I used to.
0: <laughs> That's funny, floating around, right? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> so you are a certified professional Reiki master and teacher. You just mentioned the Corona Reiki Master Teacher as well. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And you're also, uh, we need your help.
2: Jinky Din Reiki Practitioner, yes.
0: Yes. So uh, also Angiologist and Healing Facilitator, Angel Reader, Peruvian Meza Carrier, uh, Shamanic Practitioner. And you also do trance channeling and Healing, we mentioned earlier. So Talk to me about all these modalities, Beth. Are, do they complement each other and that they are not separated? or if we choose to become one of visualize in one of these areas, you can choose them without doing all of them. Why did you choose so many different healing modalities?
2: So I I chose so many mostly because I I think of myself, I'm a healer because I'm healing myself, but I'm not a healer for anybody else. I can't heal anybody else. They do have to do their own work, but I can help facilitate their healing. So I'm a healing facilitator and I like to have things in my toolbox that everybody resonates with. Because not everybody's going to love Reiki the way I love Reiki or or resonate with the angels in the same way that I do. So perhaps what they need is a different tool. So if I have that in my toolbox, then I can help facilitate their healing. And if they resonate with something that's not in my toolbox, chances are I know somebody who has it in their toolbox that I can (laughs) send them to.
0: (laughs) The circle, the healing circle. What is the difference between the... uh, Reiki, the regular one, I would say, and then the corona, and then the jikiden. Is there a difference, Beth? clearly seems like it does right
2: yes yes and no so um a sui reiki comes from a sui sensei so an all real reiki comes from a sui sensei the jinkiden reiki comes from a sui but this is as it was remembered so a jinkiden means direct line teaching and this direct line teaching is from hayashi sensei which was he was sort of like i want to say kind of the second in command um when he learned reiki from a sui sensei a sui sensei asked him to open his own clinic in a different prefecture yeah and so so he was kind of like the second in command and after Asui sensei passed he was the one to carry um the reiki torch so to speak he sort of kept reiki alive after world war ii because it sort of had to go underground in japan because japan became very westernized so um so those two are very similar um in in the way that they're taught but Hayashi sensei was much more, I think, left brained than Asui sensei. So Asui sensei's um, Reiki, as I learned it, is a little more intuitive, whereas Hayashi sensei's is a little bit more um, logical, I guess would be the word I'm looking for. Right. So, yeah. and as far as the Karuna Reiki goes, um, I don't know that it's necessarily Reiki. I think they're using the term Reiki to mean energy yeah. Yeah. In, in that. So, but I, I teach it as Karuna Reiki, um, but I do explain that to my students because it's, it's really not from a Sui Sensei. And if it doesn't come from a Sui Sensei, then it isn't truly Reiki. It,
0: what is the meaning of Reiki? What is the translation
2: so Ray is spiritually guided wisdom, and Key is life force energy. Oh. So it's spiritually guided life force energy.
0: Yeah, it sounds very beautiful to me, and it feels. I have had the experience. I think I had it before—energy healing, before Reiki, before—but I don't remember exactly. But it—it it, it is incredible. My body reacts or responds to it pretty, let's say, powerfully as you did. Yes. Yeah, I wonder why some people like my husband, he didn't, right, Beth? He was calm and cool about it.
2: Some people are sensitive in different ways. That's all. That's just the way you react as opposed to your husband. He just, he absorbs it and allows it to work through him. Uh, and you're just experiencing it while it's happening.
0: Would you say, so the difference is sensitivity. So being more sensitive that's interesting to know. That makes sense. <laughs> that open, right? Because I, it feels like, yeah, I'm open to whatever this is called life. So that would make sense. So talk to me for a moment, also about um, angelology. So there are two angel reader
2: and angelologist. Is there a difference between those two modalities? So, well, with the readings, what I'm doing is, is I'm communicating with the angels, and by that I mean the energies created by the divine source to assist us here i'm not talking about loved ones who have crossed over um, although that does happen sometimes but it's it's generally the angels which is that divine energy um, that has not been incarnate with the angelology so that's the study of angels and what i teach is how to how to invite them into your life how to come to know their energies so that you can feel them when they're with you. Um, As a child, I could see them. And I could see them a lot of the times kind of walking behind people, drumming their fingers on people's heads. You know, they're, they're like begging us to ask us to help for their help because they can help us, but we have to ask. They can't just jump in. So it's kind of like, and we all have angels, everybody has angels, we have at least six. So, um, and usually many more depending upon what we're doing and what we're going through, um, you know, in our life, but we have six that are with us from birth to death. And, you know, they really want to help us. That's what they're there for. So if we're not utilizing and asking for their help, they're kind of bored. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of bored. My, I think they're just my sort of angels walking are. Around behind us going, Come on, I can help you with this. I can, I can take that problem right out of your mind. Come on, <laughs> let, me, let me help you. So. Uh,
0: that sounds wonderful to me. That Does it require a belief system? Like in my case, I would have to believe in angels in order to ask for help, right, Beth?
2: Well, yeah, that would help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would help very much. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah,
2: um, that would help. Because if you don't believe in angels, then why would you ask them for help?
0: Yeah, maybe out of despair. Some people do, I so, guess. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting what people say they don't believe in until they're in a tight spot. Yeah. And then suddenly, suddenly then they're talking to God. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) No doubt. Uh, No doubt about that. And could we use different words for that? Like you you said angels, but then you're very specific with six, with the number six. And that, that I never thought about in that way? Because some people talk about the higher self. I was wondering if that was the same thing.
2: I don't think so. I, I don't really understand what people are talking about when right. they're talking about the higher self. Right. To me, that doesn't really... I, I mean, I don't know if they're talking about the soul. Or are they talking about some intermediary between the f- human body and the soul I don't think we need that so I don't Mm, I don't really understand um I mean I know people how people are using it so I just assume they mean the soul right right but uh, you know I don't know if that's true because I don't really understand I don't have a frame of reference for the terminology
0: right it might be just words yeah we just the words but how about soul and the angels and why so many Beth why six of them
2: So that is just what I was told that we we come in with at least six, but there are more. So they're just around us. They're our team.
0: And they are connected to the soul. Would that be the case? Yes. Yes. And let's see. One of the, the modalities that I have been very interested in for some reason that I cannot know exactly why is shamanic healing. I know you do that too, but I think we, I talked to you, and you about it. At this time, you're not really practicing. You're not really doing that. So talk to me about shamanic healing, how it works. What's the Reiki and shamanic healing? Are they equivalent or we go deeper when it comes to shamanic healing?
2: So everything works hand in hand, and I don't think that any one modality is deeper than another. Mm. So here's my little Um, soapbox. I think that that those of us who do this healing work, light work, whatever you want to call it, what, what we're doing, I, I think that we have to be very careful not to put down other modalities. There's all different True. kinds of energy healing. True. And I think like we're the last great hope to unify the earth because religion was supposed to do it and they sort of failed miserably mm. by saying my religion is better than your religion. Yes. So if you start doing that with different healing modalities, yes. yeah. then then I think we're doing the exact same thing. Mm. And I do do shamanic healing. I don't consider myself a shaman. I have not, I, I was not born into a shamanic family, I wasn't trained as a child. I have taken classes. I have graduated from training, so you know I, I have those tools in my toolbox. But I wouldn't call myself a shaman. I, I've met real shamans, and and they were born. They were oh. born into a family of shamans, and and they were trained from the time they were small children. So it's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's a little different. But I do have shamanic tools that I use, um, and I'm always happy to use those for the people who that resonates with. Because, again, it's about what what the, the client um, resonates with.
0: Yeah, that's really beautiful what you said. It's an important message, not to create this separation, right? And one thing being better than the other and that choosing in the sense of trying to put down something else. I absolutely agree. And you're right. Religion didn't do the work. And we cannot try to do this with spirituality. And I don't actually get that. From time to time, I do. Some of my guests, um, the uh, shamans, and, and, and some of them talk about shamanism being more powerful being, I mean, going deeper. That's the words that they use. I guess that's why I said that. And I talk to so many people about these things. But you're saying that it's actually a resonance, so, whatever resonates with anyone, why not? That's the healing work that we are doing. And not everyone's prepared or ready to do shamanic healing. If there's a difference, right, Beth? This is. Uh, well,
2: I'm very, very passionate about Reiki and the angels. And for me, nothing goes deeper than that. Mm. So, yeah. but I don't yeah. want to say that that's true mm-hmm. right. because that's for me, because that's what I resonate with. That's what my body resonates with the most. I've done a lot of shamanic healing as well. um, And that's very effective as well.
0: I know how powerful it is, Reiki. I mean, with you, because I don't remember, I did it before, but I don't remember with whom and how. But recently, the experience I had with you, that's why I invited you to the podcast, is that it was amazing. Remember, I think I talked to you, I had a... A sort of pressure on my left side, the long side, close to the heart. No, something was happening there. And I remember the first time I did the the Reiki session with you, that started to dissipate, to kind of go away and became lighter and lighter and now completely disappeared after the second session. And I know it has to do with that energy is moving around and I mean it's incredible and that if that's not a miracle I don't know what it is <laughs> I mean besides being a human body and uh, the fulfillment of that so thank you for what you do Beth it's just magical
2: but let me but let me say this to you Valeria take credit you take credit for that because all I did was hold space and channel energy for you you were willing to let whatever that was go And if you hadn't been, I could have channeled energy and held that space for you for years and nothing would have changed. So take your power back and own that you were willing to let it go because that was your healing work. Mm,
0: some being open, that really helps. Yeah, thank you for saying that. True. I guess we have to use the reference of them in the world and the reality of separation. So when I saw you, when I did the section with you, (laughs) that happened. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was, I mean, incredible to experience. So we're almost at the end. I do have a few more questions for you. Talk to me before those ending questions about the companies that you have found. You have two companies that you have created, the Spark of Divine and Beth Frank's Healing.
2: Yes. So they sort of both, well, I guess Beth Frank's Healing probably came before Spark of Divine. Um, I've been doing healing work again, as I said, most of my life in some form or fashion. and. I had retired um, from hairstyling and was a little bored, kind of out of my mind. (laughs) I can imagine. <laughs> and I had always kind of felt that I needed to have a healing center, so right. I decided, okay, no time like the present. Right. Um, and the universe was sort of pushing me in that direction. We had several places in town, and they all seemed to be closing. Um, you know, one closed, and then another closed, and then the last one closed. And so it was just sort of kind of a big shove that we need this here in this area. So, um, so Spark of Divine was born. So, and it is a great um, healing center, um, and we have a gift shop with all kinds of crystals and rocks and unique stuff, jewelry. Um, we carry tools of evolution, which are just uh, the most amazing pieces of jewelry. I'm I'm addicted to them. Oh. Um, yeah, but we have we have a lot of different healers and a lot of different programs, um, yoga and all kinds of different classes people can take. Um, sometimes we have like development, at, at, at psychic development classes. There's just different things happening on the schedule all of the time. And of course I teach my Reiki and my angelology out of the, that space.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's a beautiful space and it feels incredible when we walk through that door. It's like... It, Oh, I just entered a different world. It really feels like a different reality, uh, realm. It's incredible how energy works. Ah, Beth, yeah, thank you so much. Would you like to add anything else before asking my final questions?
2: I just really want to thank you for having me. This has been such a pleasure and I have so enjoyed this conversation with you, Valerie. So my last question,
0: let me see. I'll ask you this one. What is another word for healing?
2: Acceptance.
0: Acceptance. Yeah. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing or leaving the body, would you make any change or do anything in a different way?
2: Well, I might travel and spend some money. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. If <laughs> I'm sounds... not going to need it later, I can't take it with me. So <laughs> That's <laughs> always that fun. That <laughs> yeah. yeah, that
0: sounds like fun. And that's why we are here, aren't we? In these bodies. Yeah. And to, have, to have some fun. I mean, I love the idea of having meaningful spiritual fun, which includes traveling. Why not? <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah. does why not go see the fairies in ireland
0: oh oh, wow yeah that sounds interesting never thought about that (laughs) so my last question to you what are three things about life you wish everyone to experience before they lose the body
2: love love is the answer to everything just love
0: Mm, Love, love, and love three times. Love, 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 yes. (laughs) That sounds wonderful to me. Thank you so much again, Beth, for your presence, your divine presence, the wisdom, the timeless wisdom you share, the work you do, how you do it, and everything else that could be felt. Thank you. Thank you. And my final last question is a technical one. Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects?
2: Oh, so I have two websites. There's bethfrankshealing.com and sparkofdivine.com. Our calendar button on the Spark of Divine will take you to our meetup calendar, which lists all of the things that are happening. And you can scroll out through the months to see what's coming in the future. So if you want to register for something, please call the studio to do so. And um, if you want to book an appointment with me, the Beth Franks Healing has my personal phone number there, so you can give me a call.
0: Wonderful. And I'll have those two links on your podcast profile too in the written form. Thank you again, and we'll talk soon. Bye for now, Beth. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. -bye.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Beth Franks Vargas and her work, please visit bethfrankshealing.com